0: From the Alex Rebecca stage at Sony Picture Studios, this is Inside Jeopardy! Hello and welcome back to Inside Jeopardy! Your exclusive and official podcast destination for all things happening in the world of Jeopardy! I'm Sarah Foss, and if you could only see the motions that he's doing right beside me, I'm joined (laughs) by Buzzy Cohen. You can't break my concentration, Buzzy.
1: Too late. It's happened. Thank you for having me, Sarah. I mean, this is the most small talky way to get into this podcast, but how about this weather we're having in Los Angeles? You
0: know... It's unbelievable, and I've been talking to a lot of people on the East Coast, and they keep telling me, oh, man, what is it, like 70 and sunny? And I'm like, no, really, we're having yeah. some serious weather.
1: Yeah, it's, it's freezing hail, conditions, hail.
0: Wind gusts.
1: Grapple, which is one of those interesting winter weather events. Grapple. That's Yeah, it's like kind of in between hail and snow. I learned all about this. This is like maybe an Inside Jeopardy exclusive, but I am actually the host of another television show which has yet to air.
0: I know and, about this. But and, share with the people. <laughs> they want to know. And
1: I only bring this up because we had an episode about extreme weather. And we had two meteorologists explain how all of these crazy things happen. I learned a lot. It's called the Einstein Challenge. You can keep your eye. It'll come out this year, 2023. It's but, coming But um, back to here in Los Angeles, we are bundled up. It is wild uh, I was driving one of my kids in the car, and they freaked out when it started like hailing,
0: yeah, I was taking pictures you'd think I'd yeah. never seen hail before, but don't be concerned because Buzzy Cohen still despite rain, wind, chill, hail, you grapple, you name it, dressed to the nines yet again buzzy
1: yeah i had I had a my My old overcoat and uh, felt hat to keep my head warm. I kind of feel like I look like uh, Elvis Costello playing a hitman on a very special episode of NYPD Blue or something like that.
0: With a pocket square. With a pocket square. Yeah, you can't take the fashion can't, out of the buzzy, no matter what my the vibe. weather brings, can't and I kill and I love vibe. that. Meanwhile, I'm in a cashmere turtleneck, got <laughs> a puffer coat. I am like bundled up.
1: Uh, reminded of your story that you told about being in uh, Michigan and just uh, not.
0: Yes, Northern Michigan. Not. Never did quite adapt to that weather, but yeah. I loved my time there. Well, here on Jeopardy. <laughs> In the Jeopardy! AT, as Michael Davies likes to call it, J-A-T, Jeopardy! Airtime, we have the Jeopardy! High School Reunion Tournament going on, something we've never done before. Kicking off last week, 27 former teen contestants, we've told you this before, they played in Season 35 in two different teen tournaments. They were so fantastic, we wanted to ask them back. A reminder... It's a 14-day special event, nine quarterfinal games, three semifinals, and Buzzy's favorite, a A two-day total total point affair. affair. Winner of this tournament receiving a grand prize of $100,000 and a spot in our next tournament of champions. Wow. What's been fun about these games is the way we're starting each show. We're showing you a clip from their initial run, and then we kind of dissolve into a shot of them now. And boy, have these young humans, what were we calling them?
1: Uh, yeah, we have recent was, grown-ups, recent, recent adults, recent
0: adults. These recent adults, <laughs> man, they have just evolved in just a few short years, and it's been so much fun to see them. Again, it's been so much fun to see Maya Bialik back as host. This yeah. is actually her first time in syndication for season 39. Wow. We reminded folks that Ken Jennings will be back on March 10th, and then he's going to continue the rest of his syndicated run, which will take us through April 28th. And then Maya will take over on May first, and she'll take us all the way through to the summer.
1: Mark your calendars. I want to talk about those teen glow-ups because they have really, you know, it's a lot. Right? Yeah, you you kind of figure yourself out a little bit in those years. I think it's very funny that you're doing this. We're kind of doing like a flash forward yes. when right now trending on TikTok is the teen filter where everybody <laughs> looks like a teenager again. So kind of going in reverse
0: yeah i don't know if i want to try that filter on because then you know i got to go back to the mirror and a teenager i'm not
1: no it doesn't it's not it's not really it doesn't really work that well you're not missing anything well
0: thanks see i don't even have to try it i don't even (laughs) i don't even have to go on tiktok thank you buzzy you're welcome all right well let's do it let's get into we hear from so many interesting people on this podcast about their love for learning what if you could learn from the world's best all in one place you can with masterclass With Masterclass, you can learn from the best to become your best. Masterclass is the only streaming platform where you can learn and grow with over 200 of the world's best for just $10 a month. And you can access Masterclass on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even in audio mode. Confidently navigate the media with the influential, intellectual Noam Chomsky. Use science to solve your problems with Bill Nye. Or learn from the past with Pulitzer Prize-winning historian... Doris Kearns Goodwin. I personally enjoy James Clear's class that is helping me build smarter habits to help tackle daily challenges. Right now, our listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com Jeopardy. That's 15% off at masterclass.com Jeopardy. Masterclass.com Jeopardy.
1: Factors ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy. When my schedule gets busy, it's nice to have pre-prepared, chef-created, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to my door. With over 35 different options a week to choose from and over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons, make your weekly meal planning even more delicious and easy with Factor. Plus, Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Head to Factormeals.com Jeopardy50 and use code Jeopardy50 to get 50% off. That's code Jeopardy50 at Factormeals.com Jeopardy50 to get 50% off.
0: The recaps. We kicked off the tournament with Rohit Kataria, Maya Wright, and Audrey Saren. This was a fun game, our first quarterfinal game, and it was dominated by Maya in the Jeopardy round. 14 correct responses and a daily double. She takes that strong lead heading into the double Jeopardy round, but in Jeopardy we featured a great category, a crash course in John Green. Audrey, I don't know if you saw her reaction, she was so thrilled to see John Green as we were to record with him. It was a pleasure. We actually traveled to Cleveland to record this, where he does a lot of his podcasts, so... A lot of fun. Had by all.
1: Speaking of TikTok, John Green (laughs) and his brother Hank, great follows on TikTok. Very smart, interesting guys. And it's funny that this category aired because just a week before it aired, I had no idea this was going to be a category. as
0: Buzzy tells you, he knows nothing about what's what's happening. I barely know where I am
1: right now. But I was talking with Sarah and our podcast producer, Alexa, saying, hey, John and Hank Green would be great people to have on Celebrity Jeopardy if that comes back, looking like it's coming back. And they're like, oh, we just film the category with him and i believe there might be a reference to john green coming up in a later episode i remember speaking with a certain writer
0: Oh yeah stay tuned
1: but back to this game
0: double jeopardy
1: double jeopardy maya continues the onslaught a 24 hundred dollar daily double
0: and another 10 correct responses very
1: impressive giving
0: her a no doubt runaway win kicking this tournament off with an exclamation point she also gets final jeopardy correct the only one to do so
1: so maya is our first semi-finalist going into tuesday's game second quarter final with allison purcell jack izzo and avi gupta
0: so fun to welcome all three of them back. But Avi in particular, he's been up to good things. I
1: remember him. He made a big impression on me when he was on the first time.
0: Yeah, and has accomplished a lot. But one of the things he talked about in his interview, which is so impressive, is that he actually created a fund for pancreatic cancer research at a local cancer institute to honor Alex Trebek, who had just announced his diagnosis shortly before Avi's teen tournament aired. And as of today, he's raised over $200,000. Wow. So Avi does not need the Jeopardy High School Reunion Tournament to know that he is a success. And in this game, you know, was not his game early on.
1: No, I mean, let's talk about uh Buzzy look like Jack Izzo.
0: Oh yeah. You know, people did say that on the tape day. <laughs> like he's a young, buzzy Cohen. A Good smarter, glasses, handsomer sharp dressed
1: Yes. Less Yes, absolutely. Uh, no, I'm yes. just gonna just gonna leave that <laughs> uh, for the other podcast, Inside Buzzies Insecurities, which Alexa has also said she will produce. But Jack plays an incredible Jeopardy round, including 11 correct responses and a $4,600 daily double. And this was a very very close game. Allison, you know, we're talking about Jack and Avi. Allison had 12 correct responses in the double Jeopardy round and is just $9,000 off of Jack's lead. Everyone very much in this. I did watch this week of shows thinking, wow, it has kind of been a while since Final Jeopardy was such a factor. We've kind of been in this era of a lot of runaways. You know, someone will have two or three runaway games and then lose. This week, really tight games that came down to final. So exciting.
0: Yeah. And in the end, Avi Gupta, the only one to come up with the correct response in that all-important final He moves on to the semifinals, a place he is familiar with from his first teen tournament. I do want to point out one clue that, you know, people did comment on. It was homecoming for 1600 in double jeopardy. Her public memorial service took place at the lavish home Graceland on January 22nd, 2023. Of course, the response was Lisa Marie Presley. People were very curious how we turned this around so quickly, but this tournament, we didn't record these shows until January 29th. Our post-production team worked overtime to get them on the air so quickly, And when we have those tight turnarounds, that's when we have the chance to do these very timely clues. So even though it was very recent in the news, our writers turned that around quickly and we were able to have one of these timely clues.
1: I'm imagining that this post-production team, like you open a door and there was just hundreds of people just like, you know, like the scene in in, uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they're (laughs) opening all the candy bars. That's what I'm picturing. We move into Wednesday's fast turnaround game. We have Shrikar, Matabushi, and Autumn Shelton and Stephanie Pearson all going for one of these much sought-after semifinal spots.
0: Yes, and in the Jeopardy round, Stephanie ended it with only a third-place total of $2,800. She was nearly $9,000 behind first-place Shrikar. But boy, in double Jeopardy, you know, Shrikar had another impressive round. It looked like he was going to be running away with the game. But here comes Stephanie. She finds that last daily double. She goes all in and she gets within striking distance of Shrikar, who ended the round with a great score of over $25,000.
1: Came down to final, this final Jeopardy clue in the category of people and places thought to descend from people of Southeast Asia. The Chamorro make up this U.S. territory's largest ethnic group.
0: Yeah, Autumn goes with U.S. Virgin Islands. Shrikar goes with American Samoa. But Stephanie, she knows it is Guam. She is correct. She pulls that come from behind win. In the post game chat, she talked about just being so nervous about the math. You know, she wanted oh, yeah. to make sure. So she didn't just want to win by $1, she went to win by $2 <laughs> just for an extra security in the math. All right, well we head into our fourth forter, qu- quarter quarter, quarter final game.
1: For- we head into the Thursday Quarter Quell. <laughs> this is kind of like the Quarter Quell. Hold on. This is sort of like a Quarter Quell like uh-huh. in Hunger Games. We're yep. bringing them back you thought you survived, but okay. no, we're going to make so you think. So I meant think, to say that. Here we are in the Quarter Quell.
0: Yes, I can say it correctly. Yeah. We head into our fourth quarter final game on Thursday <laughs> with Tegan O'Sullivan, Shreya Yarlagada and Justin Bolson.
1: Well, this was a pretty tight Jeopardy round. Could have been anybody's game.
0: Yeah, fun to hear from Justin in the interview about, you know, Justin's at the gym, he's hitting the leg extension machine, as you do with a workout buddy, gets the email, he's so excited, but he has to keep it a secret, so it was a long time after that he actually got to tell his gym buddy what the news was. Another fun category in the Jeopardy round, and a clue that was pretty, you know, timely. College football for $600, currently a chief part of the NFL. He threw for 5,052 yards and 41 TDs in his last year at Texas Tech in 2016. Of course, we all know his name. He's had a big last month poo is Patrick Mahomes. But the fun fact is at the same time that we were actually taping this clue the Chiefs were playing the Bengals in the AFC championship game and Patrick Mahomes had the ball in his hand leading the Chiefs down the field at the exact moment the clue was being played now you want to know how we know this because our podcast producers Alexa and Carlos you know we've got big 49ers fans and big Eagles fans so this was love of the job they were dedicated to the show but they may have had a television on in the background so that they could keep up with the game so that's how you get these inside jeopardy stats buzzy
1: well it's good to know that they are as dedicated to the game as justin Tria, and tegan were in the double (laughs) jeopardy round you like that transition what you did there um but justin just turned it on big score big daily double with 8600 to go into a lead however 22400 was not a runaway kashria finished within striking distance another game that comes down to final jeopardy this was one where all three contestants got it and justin bet enough to cover and was our fourth semi-finalist.
0: Yes and not only did he bet enough to cover but he knew exactly what he was doing. He wagered in such a sentimental way. So he wagered $823 in honor of his mom's birthday August 23rd and then his final score totaled $23,223 which represented the air date of the show February 23rd, how he had the mindset to think of all this in the few minutes we give our contestants (laughs) to wager for Final Jeopardy.
1: I remember being like, 8,000 seems like a good number.
0: (laughs) It's a round number. It's got zeros. I don't have to do much math. Yeah,
1: Justin, wow. Well, going into our Friday game, last game of last week, we wrap it up with Isabella Pagano, Ryan Pressler, and Jackson Jones.
0: Yes, and I'm sure everyone was realizing at this point, wait a minute, what happened to Rotimi? We heard Rotimi was going to be in this high school reunion tournament. He wasn't able to compete at the last moment, so Ryan Pressler was our alternate. Ryan was only in eighth grade when he was a finalist in that 2019 teen tournament, so now he's back but he's still in high school he's a senior
1: over in Sioux Falls
0: South Dakota he gets the call up he is in the high school reunion tournament remember we have indicated there were 30 teens in those original two tournaments only 27 able to compete we are going to find a way to invite the other three back at a later date I know a lot of people online this week were looking for Emma They've gone back, they've watched the reruns, mm, they've course. seen Emma. She was an extraordinary finalist in one of those original Teen Tournaments. She's a uh, studying abroad right now. Ro- uh, Rhodes Scholarship or something like Cambridge. that. Cambridge? Oh, heard of it. And so she wasn't <laughs> able she wasn't able to make the trip for us, but we'll make sure that we see her back on the Alex Trebek stage.
1: Well, this was an exciting Jeopardy round, very high scoring. We had Jackson taking the lead, 15 correct responses, including that $2,600 daily double. But I want to talk about Isabella's interview.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, nothing makes you feel as.
1: <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> I'm usually the young person at these tournaments, but all of a sudden.
0: She says to Mayum, You know, I was born during Ken Jennings' run. And when she was little, as soon as she heard the Jeopardy theme music, she would run into the living room and say hi alex so ken i'm sure you've been watching don't feel bad we were there during your run too none of us was being born i'm I'm glad ken did not have to
1: be (laughs) present to hear hear that story but that sound you heard in the background was my head hitting the hitting the table when i realized just how old i'm getting double jeopardy (laughs) round uh jackson once again Really in control. However, a lot of uh, incorrect responses as well. Ten correct, five incorrect. Uh, We call that an aggressive buzzer player. Can work for you, can work against you, but it worked for Jackson.
0: Yes, and impressive for all three players. Five-digit scores across the board heading into final. That's a sign of some good gameplay.
1: Another game coming down to final, and Jackson locked it up.
0: He sure did. Ryan, though, in the post-game chat, he said, you know what, I'm still in high school. I feel like I held my own. You definitely did, Ryan, but it is Jackson who is headed into the semifinals. There you have it, our first week in the first-ever Jeopardy! High School Reunion Tournament. Great way to start it off with Maya, Avi, Stephanie, Justin, and Jackson each securing their spot in the semis. We're looking forward to discussing the four remaining quarterfinals next week as well as our first semifinal game in the High School Reunion Tournament.
1: I think we should officially change the name from High School Reunion Tournament to the Quarter Quell.
0: Okay. You know what, Buzzy? We could officially do that because I don't know that this is going to be an event that, you know, is is happening over and over again. So okay. we'll just, whatever you want, Buzz Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For now, let's answer some Thank you.
1: Matt Hanson 1990 on Reddit asks, why is the high school reunion tournament using the regular music instead of a music package tailored to the teen slash college tournaments? We've just been talking about the music packages a lot. Matt Hansen is clearly finger on the pulse of Inside Jeopardy. I know you've got the answer, Sarah. I false. do
0: have the answer. It was fun to see how many people were really inquiring about this. They expected to hear, you know, like our typical teen or college music. What we felt is that this wasn't a teen tournament. Correct. This wasn't a college championship. Also true. And so we didn't want to brand it as either one. This was kind of a a special thing that we put together in a time when it just made sense. We had these, you know, 27 contestants. We had a chance to do a reunion of sorts. And so it really is a tournament all of its own that I don't know we will see in future years necessarily. So we didn't want to brand it in a way that would identify it as a tournament or a competition that we've done in the past and that we may do again in the future.
1: All right, well, Doug asks, here's a hypothetical scenario that has me wondering. If both Audrey Sarin and Audrey Sachivi make it to the high school reunion tournament finals, how would they be addressed? Would one of them switch to using a middle name, for example, since they're both Audrey S. Wow, can't even go bachelor style on that one. Would Mayim have to physically point to whoever rung in first if both of them attempt to ring in on a clue? Has anything regarding this close of a name similarity happened before, and how was it handled?
0: Well, this is a great question. Normally, our contestant department goes to great lengths to make sure that we don't book anyone with the same name on the same tape day, to avoid this exact thing. Now, there are times where we can't anticipate who the returning champion will be. So we may have a returning champion, like James Holtzauer, and then we have new contestants come in, and this did happen during James's run and also during Ken's and other super champions or even people on a streak, where someone comes in, they have the same name. Our contestant department will say to them, Is there a nickname you'd like to go by? And if they are agreeable to that, then our host will refer to them as their nickname. Again, it has to be a nickname that they're familiar with enough that when our host calls on them, they won't be like, Who are they talking to? Scrappy
1: do. <laughs> So
0: we also give them the option that if there isn't a nickname that they're comfortable with, they can come back and play at a later date. Obviously, with this scenario and these two Audrey's from two separate teen tournaments, this has never happened before in this way, where if and when they advance, we can't swap out the players. You'll just have to stay tuned and see what happens if the two of them end up in one game together. But a great question.
1: Well, I can tell you that from my experience, there has been a TOC final with two contestants named Austin.
0: This blew my mind.
1: Uh, deep, deep Jeopardy fans will know that my legal name is Austin and I faced Austin Rogers, but I've always gone by Buzz. Buzzy, were Buzzy. So it was we not can never issue. think of
0: you as anything other than Buzzy, or oh. as I like to call you, Buzz Buzz.
1: Aw. Well, that wraps up our show. Join us next Monday as we discuss the final four quarterfinal games and the first semi-final of the first ever Jeopardy high school reunion quarter quell
0: you heard it here first and (laughs) last all right we can't wait for that as always please make sure to subscribe to the podcast rate us leave us a comment share across social follow us at jeopardy on twitter on instagram on facebook on youtube and on tiktok and please send us your questions we love to answer them inside jeopardy podcast at gmail.com and we will see you all next week